Welcome to the Elite Zone, where we focus on elevating your real estate marketing. I'm Gary Palmer. I'm the trainer and operations coordinator here at Agent Elite. And I'm Shauna Stevens, the general manager of Agent Elite. And, you know, this is a relaunch of our podcast. You know, we went on a hiatus for the last couple of years, and we really decided to bring this podcast back with a renewed focus on providing valuable insights and strategies to all real estate professionals really looking to improve their businesses. In this podcast, we plan to cover a range of topics that'll really be related to the real estate industry, obviously, including marketing, lead generation, sales strategy, technology, and so much more. There will be uh, times where we feature other professionals in the industry, whether it's a marketing professional or many real estate agents, um, successful agents and industry experts who will share their experiences and offer more practical advice. Really, our main goal of this podcast is to help agents really build a sustainable business and that can weather any market fluctuations and stay ahead of the curve, really developing that long-term success. With a focus on practical strategies and insights and industry experts, this podcast is sure to become a valuable resource for agents at all levels. Thank so, you, Shauna. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just kind of jump into this here. You know, let's start by talking about some of the misconceptions that people have uh, about marketing for real estate and some strategies maybe on how to overcome them. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the misconceptions that you've typically heard through the years? You know, one that I've heard in that I, struggle with every time I talk to a customer is that they, they believe in their heart of hearts that the the tools that their brokerage provides them is going to be enough. You know, it's going to actually help them get to that next level. Uh, what's your take yeah. on that? Um, you know, I've heard it too. I mean, what, 10, 15 years plus. Um, I mean, it's easy to fall into that that trap or that mindset that what my brokerage is providing me is the end all be all. But you have to really look at the successful agents that have been doing it, um, even the last 10 years, even the ones that have only been doing it a few years. What are they doing? They're not just relying on what their brokerage provides, are they? No, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, right? Um, I mean, yes, they're always going to have that free tools that the, the brokerage provides, the, the free website. But what is really um, separating every agent apart that's using the same tools that their brokerage provides, the same website that their brokerage provides. Right. That's one of the things that that you that I've had to point out with a lot of agents over the years is like keep in mind that you work in an office, just your office, that has 150, sometimes 200 agents. Yeah. You've got to compete against them before you even worry about the rest of the world. And unless you're the top dog in that office, you're probably not getting there. Guys, yeah. so you got to stand out. On top of that, when you're using your your company resources, their their emails and, and their CRMs and, and their websites, you're also in many cases exposing your customer base to your brokerage. And your brokerage wants them as customers as bad or worse than you do, and they've got a bigger budget. So absolutely. it's really important to protect yourself. Would you agree? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we hear it all the time. You know, every once in a while you hear that agent. Uh, lots more now, but you used to hear it all the time uh, that agents saying, oh, yeah, I moved brokerages and my, my brokerage kept my database. And, you know, that, that's going to happen. They pay for a lot of marketing. But at the same time, your dues that you pay your brokerage 
goes towards that marketing. So it's not necessarily free, but at the end of the day, you got to look at what are you getting out of it, right? Are you just hoping to have this business card in the sky, you know, of that website? Um, if, If that's what you want, then great, it'll work for some. But you have to really hone in on what your your marketing is because half the battle of real estate is marketing, right? So you should never just you should never just put all your eggs in one basket and focus on you know just what your your brokerage provides. But you know I I don't want to beat up on brokerages too much. Um, So that that's just one misconception. I I think that's a good point that you you brought up. what are some others that you, you've heard? No, and another one that I hear frequently, and I'm sure you have as well, is that real estate agents, a lot of them don't believe that a website will help their business. Uh, and a lot of that's, I think, in my opinion, because they've had websites that weren't really designed to actually build traffic. Without traffic, a website doesn't do anything. What are your Absolutely. thoughts? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, that, that is a huge misconception that, that agents have. And, and, and I can't blame real estate agents necessarily. You know, they are from the time they get go to schooling and, you know, become that agent, they're, they're told uh, network, 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 referral, referral, referral. Um, and then all of a sudden somebody gives them a call out of the blue and says, hey, you know, you, you, you need this website and it's going to be the end all be all, Right. And so they get they get burned. They they get told, yeah, this is going to help you sell homes. But at the end of the day, a website that is not a field of dreams, right? Uh, it's just one piece of that marketing puzzle that you do need to include in your strategy. And there's a lot of resources out there, but you you cannot fall in, victim to a website is going to be that end all be all and sells home for you. Because let me tell you what. I mean, I'm sure, uh, Gary, you would agree with me that if a website could sell homes, right, you and I would probably be out there uh, having our own real estate brokerage, you know, with just a website. Absolutely. I mean, especially knowing what a good website we can get at such an affordable price. Uh, Absolutely. We'd be out there killing it. But it doesn't really work like that, does it? No, it it absolutely doesn't. And, you know, it's not enough to... um, it's not really what makes that agent, but it can be something that could, you know, break the business. At, when you think about it, we're in the digital age, right? I mean, we have Absolutely. been for years, but how many times do you walk outside and see someone with their face in their in their phone? Every time I walk outside. Every exactly. Time. Every time. And, you know, that thing's connected to the internet, connected to social media. And if you don't have a website uh, as your main hub of business that can drive traffic, everything you do to it, you're, you're really, you know, missing out on opportunity. And what I mean about the main hub of your website is that, you know, all your referrals, whether it's referral partnerships from professionals or it's, you know, friends, family, past clients, they should know your website. Okay, they should be going to your website. You should always send them to your website. Okay, that that website only. Uh, or I'm sorry, let me skip. The the phone can only handle one call at a time, right? So your website can handle tens, thousands of of people at one time, right? Your voicemail should drive people to your website, okay? Because if you can't help them right then and there, I'm sure that your website 
can. And if it can't, then we need to talk about how do you put the information on there that could help everybody that goes to it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, that's what really makes Agent Elite unique is that we do provide the suite of tools uh, within our website platform that are gonna include things for advanced SEO, content writing, Facebook, email marketing, all of those tools that should drive visitors back to your website. Because again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that broken record. Your website should be your main hub of marketing and everything you do should point to it. Even if you purchase leads from Zillow or Realtor or anything, that should aggregate with your website and drive them back to it, okay? Um, I don't know how much to say, how much more a website could be, but again, it doesn't sell homes. <laughs> yeah, and just to, to point out the importance of an online presence, I am 100% certain that people have their head down, looking at their phone and walk by uh, real estate offices and homes that are on the market every day while they're walking in their neighborhoods or their communities. Mm -hmm. That's the fact. If they're not looking up at your business, you simply don't exist if you're not on their phone. That's yeah. that's critical in 2023. Yeah, um, you know, it, you just have to build that omnipresence, but every little piece should go back to your website because that's going to be something that ties everything together. Totally agree. And and to shift gears a little bit here, another kind of uh, divide in the digital digital age, if you will, is that uh, you know. Open houses traditionally have been a huge and important part of the way to show a property and sell a property. Uh, how do you see that that's changed? That, that's a great question. You know, it's definitely shifted. I think we all saw it when COVID hit the most, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody quarantined for a minimum two months, but a lot of people were two, three years, right? But mm -hmm. we went from this, you know, get in the office, you know, let's meet and drive our clients around and show them home after home. But then it was like, oh no, you're not allowed to do that. Nope, stop, don't pass go, right? And so we saw virtual open houses taking place, right? We saw, you know, a shift in, you know, that consumer tendency pretty much because of fear, right? But mm -hmm. while, while open houses can generate interest and really help showcase property, it's not always the most effective way to sell anymore, right? Um, in COVID, we saw that people didn't even have to go. It was it, it was sight unseen, right? Where they were purchasing. And then there was bidding wars where it was 100, 200,000 over asking, right? Now, a serious buyer often prefers that private showing, okay? So it's not that open house. An open house is still a great way to really focus on lead generation, collecting contact information of potential buyers or sellers, a great way to network and build relationships and really get your name out there. But but it's it's only one piece of the puzzle again, right? Remember, when you talk about real estate marketing, you, you are in this omnipresence and you need to be everywhere your consumer is and searching, right? Absolutely, that's what's made Zillow so powerful, frankly. They're everywhere. You open your phone and there's Zillow. And there's a mm -hmm. message from Zillow where saying, hey, look, a new house came on the market. It's hard for agents to compete with that. And so they really need to rely on traditional media to tie them back. When I say traditional media, I mean things like open houses. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go as saying it's hard to compete against Zillow. 
And, and the reason is, is, you know, we kind of saw it last year where, you know, Zillow had to do away with their internet buying, right? What they call iBuying. And, you know, because they thought that they could go in and buy everything up and, you know, eat that market up. But that, that obviously turned out to be unsuccessful. And the reason is, is you are never going to get that same personal touch as the individual real estate professional, agent, realtor, um, by, by doing that and being just a big conglomerate, right? So we got to remember that. So yeah, Zillow is not going to go do an open house. So you need to do that. But don't just solely rely on it. And just remember, that's not the, the, the reason that you're going to sell the home, right? But it's definitely a big way to build your book of business. Excellent, excellent. Now, another thing that I think that people think about marketers is that we're trying to tell people that you just throw more money at your advertising, throw more money at your advertising. That's what you got to do. But at the end of the day, is it really true that if you just throw all your money at advertising and marketing, that you're going to generate more sales? I, I wish it was the case. I mean, if you knew right now to, right, it goes, kind of goes back to our thought of uh, if a website site could sell homes for us, right? If you knew right now that, hey, throw all your marketing at Facebook, Google Ads, you know, spend $10,000 and it was going to generate you, you know, two, three, four sales that month, would you do it? Absolutely. Right? So yes and no, it takes time and money, right? But you, you also need to look at the ways that you are investing, right? The more time and money invested, the more brand awareness you're going to gain. That's, that's the number one thing, right? Now, mm -hmm. advertising can certainly help you increase your exposure and really generate leads, but it's not the only factor, right? Because at the end of the day, I think, you know, a lot of people have uh, spent a lot of money on advertising, generating all the leads, but then they get upset because they're not closing, right? Now, there could be a couple different factors. Nobody out there can turn, you know, create a, a pre-qualified buyer. Absolutely uh, not. You're going to get some Mickey Mouse leads, right? Some fake leads here and there. Nobody can control that, right? We don't control the the person, um, you know, behind that, that computer or that tablet or any device. But you can try to control that maze a little bit more. But the big thing is, it, when you're looking at investing more money, if I, if I am not great at sales, and I, I just thought that I'm going to get in the game because I'm going to throw money at it and it's going to work. I got the wrong idea. There's a lot of people we've seen that we, they've produced all the leads in the world, but they just cannot sell for anything. So right, it, right. it's important for real estate professionals. To, again, it goes back to that, having a well-rounded marketing strategy. Okay. So if you're investing money into marketing, you need to make sure that those those leads that you get are being nurtured. If you're not nurturing exactly. them, then what are you hoping is going to happen? That they're just going to call and say, hey, Gary, I'm ready to buy a house right now. <laughs> Give me that lead every time. I'll take right? it. Right? We, we will all take it. So, I mean, it's it's important that, you know, you, you look at where to invest money, how, but you, you got to take it the next step, how and where are you lead nurturing, right? What are you doing to bring them back to you over and over? We, we all know the stats out there and, and, and National Association of Realtors post them out all the time. Uh, it can take two, three, four 
months, nine, 12 months for something to close. They were mm-hmm. not in, you know, late 2020, early 2021, where houses were just going off the market left and right. Interest in rates are fluctuating, yeah. right? So you have to separate yourself from the competition. You have to stand out from the next person that's also buying leads or, or investing money in anywhere. And it comes down to how are you doing that and who are you working with to, to make it happen? Right. And you were talking about lead nurturing. And that brings up an important like, thing uh, for realtors is they buy leads. They, they go out and they buy a ton of leads and then they start working them and they connect with a few customers and they start working those customers. And then they wind up with a massive leads that they never actually work. And they've spent all these money and maybe those deals that they started to nurture didn't come through. So the question is, how do they build the infrastructure to actually be able to nurture those leads when they're nurturing the ones that are farther into the food chain, if you will? Yeah, I mean, that's your your sales pipeline, right? So absolutely, uh, you definitely need a process. Uh, you need to lay a strategy out of what do I do with a lead that's, you know, one to two days old? What do I do a lead that's one to two months old? Or one, you might have some leads that are a year old in there. It doesn't mean that they're they're dead, but I'm going to work those a little bit differently than the others. And so you should have a system or your website should have that system within your CRM to properly nurture them and create multiple campaigns. And that's something that, you know, Agent Elite really does with their their client base is we actually not only provide you again with that state-of-the-art, you know, uh, suite of tools, we also include, you know, client success managers that strategize and partner with our clients to assist them with their marketing efforts. So it's like that state-of-the-art gym membership with the personal trainers alongside of you. So you have to have somebody in your corner that you can build a strategy with and really set up a foundation of automation with, you know, different lead nurturing, whether that be text messaging, emailing, you know, a phone call. You you, got to, again, when it comes to lead nurturing, have an omnipresence of different ways that you are going to stay in touch, top of mind with all leads. Because if you're not doing that, you're just allowing uh, someone like Zillow to steal business out of your backyard, and and you don't want that. And that's and really sometimes it's to... business they sold you. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I think uh, there was an article a couple years ago that that Gary V had that basically said, you know, Zillow is just you know selling your leads back to you. They learned early on that that the internet and SEO and Google was going to be so huge that they started, you know, building up their SEO to target all of these cities, communities, homes to generate leads and take Mm -hmm. them away from agents just to sell them back to them. So, I mean, that could be a whole nother topic we can get into. Um, But, you know, it's, you have to make sure that you have that omnipresence that's going to tie everything you do back to you, your website, uh, so that you have the best opportunity possible. Absolutely. Uh, I've got one last uh, thing I kind of want to bring up, one last misconception. You know, we hear this a lot from our customers and from the agents that we know that the goal is to be 100% referral based uh, and to focus only on their network and you know, let's, let let me just put it out there. Do you think that's the best strategy? Um, I I think referrals are great. 
right? We all know that a referral is not a slam dunk every time though, right? So it, it would be great if we were all referral based. I mean, like you said earlier, is you know, give me that person that's always calling in wanting to, to sell a home, buy the home, right? Um, if I could be all referral based, if we could all be all referral based, that would be uh, amazing, right? However, mm -hmm. we, we all know that doesn't just happen overnight or within a few years. It does take a lot of hard work, dedication, um, really grit to cultivate relationships and continue to grow them. Uh, part right. of your lead nurturing strategy that we just talked about is really that continuation of growth uh, to sustain those relationships, right? Yeah. Just because I helped you buy a home doesn't mean you're going to use me the next time or to sell your <clears> home. <throat> so I need to make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to stay top of mind with you. Absolutely. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where do people get their referrals from? It, it's going to, you have to think about it. A lot of it came from initial marketing efforts, mm -hmm. whether it was calling all their friends and family. Hey, you got anybody? Send them my way. Hey, you going to sell? You going to buy? Send them my way. Other other referrals originally they didn't they didn't just start as referrals they started as maybe a lead that somebody bought okay maybe somebody went to my website filled out a lead because I can generate my own leads on my website maybe uh, I did some paid advertising somewhere who who knows where but it started out as a lead I I, I built a relationship with them maybe I sold a home or helped them buy a home and then they became somebody that refers me their friends family right so absolutely that's the biggest the biggest takeaway is is making sure that you are always doing whatever you can to generate opportunities for yourself because they too will eventually become referrals and be added to your sphere and your book of business so that's yeah, that's exactly right that's a hundred percent right uh and that's what i when i when i talk to agents who are kind of in the you know, adolescence or maybe early adulthood of their career, you know, three to five, maybe seven years in, and they're talking about going 100% referral base. I say, well, the referrals you're getting now are coming from where? And they almost always tell me past customers, past customers, past customers. And so what I follow up with that is, well, then the best way to get more referrals moving down is to get new customers to work with, to generate that next generation. Absolutely. It, you see the light go on over their head. And they go, oh, that makes absolute sense. I got here by doing that. So I should keep doing that to keep moving forward. And, and the, the logic really carries. It's easy to get lost in the referral mindset uh, and forget that you still have to feed that machine. You got to yeah. be putting new opportunities into that as well because it's its own pipeline, if you will. Yep. And it, again, hopefully it becomes your primary pipeline. That's the idea. <laughs> right. I mean, again, it'll take years. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but the goal in the back of our mind should always be to build up your referral book of business and and really maintain uh staying top of mind and that is so, everything just keep building on that you've got to have that omnipresence you, you got to have referrals you've got to have that website away from your brokerage you, you got to invest in yourself whether it's time money or both right it all depends on how fast you want to grow and continue to grow and scale and and sustain right so I mean, I think that wraps up our podcast today. I, I, I love talking with you about all of this. 
Yeah, it was absolutely a blast. And, and between Sean and I and all of us today, Jen Lee, we hope this information is helpful to you. And make sure you tune in every Tuesday for new ways to elevate your real estate marketing. Thanks for joining us.